Hello, word nerds. We are right in the center of page 164. So our first word is bundling, B-U-N-D-L-I-N-G. This is a noun from 1781. A former custom of an unmarried couples occupying the same bed without undressing, especially during courtship. Bundling a former custom. Okay, this is very old, obviously. Um, Unmarried couples occupying the same bed without undressing. So basically, it's just uh, possibly two people while they're starting to date back, uh, you know, over 200 years ago. uh, They would sleep in the same bed, but they would stay dressed. That's bundling. Next is BUNT, capital B-U-N-D-T. This is a trademark, and it is used for a cake pan having a tube in the center and scalloped side sides. Uh, so this is for making BUNT cakes. I don't think I realized that BUNT was a trademark. I think it was just a, a, the name of a type of cake. Um, but yeah, the, why I don't understand like where this design came from. Was there some logistical way reason why it was designed that way with the hole in the middle i'm not entirely sure i mean they look kind of fun but yeah it's just an interesting cake uh next we have bung b-u-n-g this is the first form noun from the 15th century one the stopper especially in the bung hole of a cask Uh, and then we can look at the synonym bung hole which is coming up um, and it that just it's just the the whole of a thing. Uh, and then number two, this uh, the cecum or anus, especially of a slaughtered animal. Um, again, it's the whole of a thing. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know about a lot about the slaughtered animals, so I can't speak to that. I mean, I've heard it used as the anus of a thing, but you know, I don't it that's more of a slang term. Um, Now we have the second form of bung. It is a transitive verb from 1589. One, to plug with or as if with a bung. And then number two is British. We have the number one definition for the word throw. Uh, Next we have bungalow. This is a noun from 1676. A one-storied house with a low-pitched roof. Also, a house having one and a half stories and usually a front porch. Well, we have some of these in the town I live in, but what I I didn't know is where this name came from. It is a a hint from the Hindi and Urdu words, uh, Bangla, which uh, literally means house in the Bengal style. Uh, So that's kind of cool. I had no clue about that. Uh, Maybe we can find examples of these officially Bengal-style houses uh yeah next we have bungee cord noun from 1948 an elasticized cord elasticized cord used especially as a fastening or shock absorbing device called also just bungee Um, you have to be careful about these Uh, you have to make sure that they are attached very well and that uh, the things that they are holding don't, you know, fall apart or get unattached in some way. Because if those things get detached, they can fly out and smack you in the face and really hurt you. So be careful with bungee cords, please. Just, just all you have to do is just make sure that they're fastened good. Next, we have bungee jump. This is an intransitive verb from 1990. To jump from a height 
while attached to an elasticized cord, and bungee jumper is a noun. I have been a bungee jumper once. I went bungee jumping, and I, was, um, I wasn't really nervous because I knew that everything would be fine. Uh, but then right at the moment of getting ready to jump, I was like, oh, yeah, this is nuts. <laughs> uh, but I did it, and it was fun. And uh, there were no problems really, and uh, I survived. So that was it was, and it was it was in a beautiful area. So that was cool too. Next is a bunghole. This is the one we were talking about before. This is a noun from 1571. A hole for emptying or filling a cask. So that could be like a holder of like wine or beer or some sort of liquid. Um, I don't really know where they don't have the etymology of why it's called a bung hole, where the word bung comes from exactly. Um, I guess if we go back to the word bung, it does say it's um, from Middle English or Middle Dutch bon or bong, B-O-N-G-H-E. But that that's all, that's as far as it goes. I mean, they don't, there's not a more specific uh, etymology for that. So that's all we got. Uh, next we have bungle verb from uh, 1549 starting with intransitive to act or work clumsily and awkwardly transitive synonyms are mishandle and botch as in bungle a job bungle is a noun bungler is a noun and bunglingly is an adverb Uh, and this is perhaps of scandinavian origin and it is akin to the Icelandic word banga, which means to hammer. Uh, with, I'm not really sure how that makes sense here. I mean, I guess if you hammer something, you've mishandled it. I don't know. That doesn't really make any sense. But it is possibly akin to that word. Next, we have bunglesome, adjective from circa 1889. Synonyms are awkward and clumsy. Next is bung up. Two words, transitive verb from 1951. Synonym is batter, B-A-T-T-E-R. Is that like when you're the, the person who swings a bat is the batter or the stuff that you bake or cook from this batter? Mm, nah, I'm not sure. Um, neither one of those makes sense to me. But next we have the word bunion, noun from circa 1718. An inflamed swelling of the small fluid-filled sac on the first joint of the big toe, accompanied by enlargement and protrusion of the joint. I really hope I never get one of these. They don't look like they're so fun. Uh, let's see. This is a probably an alternative alternative of the word bunny, B-U-N-N-Y, which means swelling. I don't know if bunny meaning swelling, but uh, let's see. Are we going to get to that? In the next episode, well, bunny is in there, but it doesn't have anything to do with swelling. All right. Um, Let's see. So that was bunion. And I wonder if there's anything you can do to avoid getting bunions. Um, I mean, it's inflamed. It's swelled up. Um, is Is there something about being on your feet too much or not enough? Or is it exercising? Is it is it eating right? Can you avoid bunions? Maybe we should find out. Next, we have the word bunk, B-U-N-K, first form, noun from 1758, 1A, bunk bed, 1B, a built-in bed, as on a ship, 
that is often you uh, often one of a tier of births. B e r t h s. Uh, so yes, often more than one bunk in a, a situation like that in a, a submarine, a boat, whatever it is. One uh, C, a sleeping place. Number two, a feeding trough for farm animals and especially cattle. And this is probably short for the word bunker. Next is the second form of bunk, verb from 1840, to occupy a bunk or bed. Stay the night, as in bunked with a friend for the night. And then transitive says to provide with a bunk or bed. Next is the third form of bunk, noun from 1900. Synonyms are bunkum and nonsense. And we will be getting to bunkum in the next episode. Next is the fourth form of bunk, noun from circa 1870. It is British, and it means a hurried departure or escape, used usually in the phrase, do a bunk. Yeah, I'm not British, so I'm not familiar with this, but that's what they say. Next, we have bunk bed, noun from 1924, one of two single beds, usually placed one above the other. I had a bunk bed when I was a kid. That was great. Next, we have bunker, first form, noun from 1839. One, a bin or compartment for storage, especially one on shipboard for the ship's fuel. Two, a, a protective embankment or dugout, especially a fortified chamber mostly below ground, often built uh, of reinforced concrete and provided with embrasures. Uh, 2b, a sand trap or embankment constituting a hazard on a golf course. Bunkered is an adjective. And this is from, let's see, I think SC is Scottish. Yes, Scottish. Uh, from the Scottish word bonker, which means chest or box. Second form of bunker is a verb from 1891. First is intransitive. To fill a ship's bunker with coal or oil. Transitive, number one, to place or store in a bunker. Number two, to hit a golf ball or shot into a bunker. Now we have bunker mentality. Two words, noun from 1976. A state of mind, especially among members of a group that is characterized by chauvinistic defensiveness and self-righteous intolerance of criticism. A state of mind, especially among members of a group that is characterized by chauvinistic defensiveness and self-righteous intolerance of criticism. Oh, there's a lot going on there. Um, we are, we're not going to touch that one. And then lastly, we've got bunkhouse, noun from 1876. A rough, simple building providing sleeping quarters. So we had bundling, bunt, bung, bungalow, bungee cord, bungee jump, bunghole, bungle, bunglesome, bung up, bunion, bunk, bunk bed, bunker, bunker mentality, and bunk house. Um, oh, I was debating between bungee jump and bunk bed as the word of the episode. You know, they're pretty, uh, pretty tame um, from what we could pick. Um, let's see. I, I don't know. I'll pick bunk bed as the word of the episode. Like I said, I had a bunk bed when I was a kid. Um, it was, I was, it was cool to have a bunk bed. I don't know. I don't know why adults don't have bunk beds. Why, why, why don't we do this? We, what have we lost our sense of childlike wonder 
and playfulness? I don't know. Also, why are they always single beds? Why couldn't they be like double or queen size beds? Will the will the uh, if it's too big, will it not hold the weight? Um, but that would be cool for some reason. I don't know. Um, also, my bunk bed was cool because you could take it apart. Uh, so for a while after I had it set up as two beds, I took the top part off. So it had these like long legs. Um, you know, they were just like pipes that fit in, fit into each other. And so we took that part off and set it up as a whole separate bed. And, uh, because it was like a good, maybe three or four feet off the ground, uh, you could have like a little fort under there. And I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, so have fun with your, your room set up and have a bunk bed and make a fort and I don't know, just had to do that's fun. Good times. This has been Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.